Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I am your host, Jeffrey Peck. And it's been a couple weeks. On a personal note, I have been experiencing some really unusual health issues, you know? And I have gone literally like 53 years on this planet blessed with really strong health. I almost never get sick, colds, flus, you know, anything like that. I don't take any medications, the occasional puff on my inhaler when I'm running or it's cold out. But yeah, I mean, this year, holy mackerel, I've been in the emergency room three times with diverticulitis. Like, I didn't even know what that was until April and I was there twice in two weeks. And then it just happened again this last week. So it's kind of set me back a little bit on my schedule of, you know, getting these out once a week and, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. Sometimes the, the body has messages for us at inconvenient times, right? <laughs> when is it convenient for, for any sort of health issues to, to hit us like that? But Anyway, yeah, life is still good. Moving forward, right? Moving forward. It's time to it's time to pay attention. I think is what my message is. It's really time to pay attention. You know, I used to run. I love to run. I love to be outside and run through um cities, towns, woods, um hills, you know what I mean? Just I just love to be out and about. And I have not been doing that lately. And, you know, you get those internal messages, those notes, like, you know, it's like spirit. It's your soul going, hello, 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 you who it's time, it's time. And yeah, so I think that uh, that's the big message for me right now. So anyway, that's what's going on over here. I wanted to get this episode out because my guest has this great big event happening on October 22nd. And it's a really big, it's a global event and it's a portal. It's an ascension process. It's raising our vibrations, our frequencies. By now, I think mm, most of us have heard, well, in, in these parts of the world, you know, listening to podcasts like mine and YouTube shows like mine and Kevin's and Cheryl Murphy's and Linda G., and the and Kim Copeland and Medium Kim Intuitive View, you know, I mean, I mean, there's just like uh, those of us who are paying attention to these types of media have by now heard about the 5D and that that is ultimately where humanity is heading. The 5D, the fifth dimension, where we are living life really from the heart. And there is in we recognize oneness, we recognize in each other without judgment, without um, condemnation for being for differences. You know what I'm saying? We're we're really living in oneness and and togetherness. And the this process is very difficult because you know a lot of people have their feelings about oneness and a lot of people um struggle with the thought of living you know in in unity with one world government or one world view on religion and spirituality or one world view on politics and you know i mean everything with with all of that being said think about it there is so much division 
so much division. The war that's happening right now in Israel and Palestine and Gaza and, and being fed by Iran and, and wherever. I mean, it's just bananas, right? It's just bananas. But anyway, this ascension process that we are experiencing, this collective awakening is truly part of this process. This collective awakening that we are all recognizing People are starting to become more aware of the truth, the actual truth in who we are, right? That we are eternal spiritual beings living in this human life and that this human life is not the true reality. Our spirit, our soul is the true reality. And with this awakening process comes growing pains. My guest today, Diana Cooper, Listen, you guys, a, a lot of you probably already know who Diana is. I mean, she's um, somewhat of a, like I said in, in the in the program, it's, it's she's, you know, somewhat of a celebrity sitting in front of me. I mean, I, I remember Diana Cooper's name way back when, before I even really like gave any thought to my own spirit and my own spiritual connection and my, our, our collective divinity. And, you know, Diana Cooper has been talking this talk and walking this walk since, since the 70s, I think, maybe even sooner. She's written 34 books that have been translated into 28 languages. She has, oh, I don't know, nine or 10 or 12 decks of oracle cards that she's created. And, and she has a new book out called The Golden Future. And it's all about life in the fifth dimension and the process that we are in, in getting there. And what is happening and what how, what to expect over the next 10 years. And, and truly fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Brilliant, brilliant lady. A heart as big as this globe. I mean, really, she's just, she's just amazing. So Diana is teaching she's been working with the angels in the in the angelic realms since her guardian angel appeared to her and basically told her what she's doing you know she went she was going through her own dark night of the soul and 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 this angel shows up to her and starts to explain hey this is who you are this is why you're here this is where you're going let's go and, and that's how it started so this is her story and this is and this is about what is coming up a really, really interesting, inspiring episode. Thank you guys so much for being here. Please enjoy. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Diana Cooper, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Something Super Spiritual. It is really, it's an honor uh, and I'm a little like... Um, 
I don't know. You know, I've been reading your stuff for so long. I just feel like I'm like in the midst of a celebrity at this point. <laughs> well, I've been very prolific, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, your books have been so meaningful throughout the years. Um, you know, I I had my own my own awakening. My eyes opened in, in 2006. Mm -hmm. uh, so I haven't been running with spirit, as it were, you know, through since the crib. And and in 2006, you know, I just became ravenous for all things spiritual. And, you know, as synchronicity would have it, suddenly I'm in front of um, a number of your books and I have a number uh, of uh, decks of your cards. Um, oh, right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. It's my absolute pleasure. Yes. And I have been very prolific over the years. That's 34 books I've written in 34 years. Yeah. Um, that's that's busy. <laughs> and I don't know how it happened. You know, I must have given birth to one and then another came along. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I, I love that. Um, um, OK, so I don't want to take too much time on on your your beginnings, but just a, a, a brief update on I uh, on your on your journey. I know like the, the first part of your life, you weren't, you know, directly aware no, of spirit. No, no, so, no, no. So, um, yeah, just okay, give a brief I came from rundown. a family. Sorry, I came from a family that was totally non-religious, non-spiritual, non-anything. And uh, I was going through a divorce. It was I was 42. Saturn return. It's a classic, isn't it? I was at rock bottom. And I, although I had no beliefs, I sat in a chair and said, well, if there's anything out there, show me. And you've got an hour. And I closed my eyes and this angel came in. Wow, even though I knew nothing, I knew it was an angel. And it literally took me out of my body and took me and showed me my future. We flew over this hall full of people with rainbow colored auras. And I looked down and said, am I in the audience? And the angel said, no, no, you're on the platform. And on the platform, there were people with rays of light shining through them. And I'm not saying I've reached that level, but I knew then, it was exactly an hour later, I came back and I knew then that I'd been given an extraordinary bit of information and connection, but I didn't know what to do with it. And so I trained to be a hypnotherapist. I finally got out of my marriage and I was aware of angels around my clients, but I didn't connect with them. And then 10 years after the first appearance, I was lying in the bath asking for some guidance about my classes and three angels came in and they said they wanted me to tell people about angels. And I said, no way. People will think I'm nuts. And they said words that I will always remember. Well, who is running your classes? Is it your ego or your higher self? And I said, okay. And I got out of the bath and I sat on the bed with a towel around me and three angels gave me all sorts of information, which became my first angel book. And I have worked with them ever since. And they have supported me in a myriad of ways and looked after me. And I've worked for and with them. So it, it's been a very simple journey, really. Yeah. And now... They are asking me to tell everybody about the golden future, about how we can change, how we can raise the frequency of the world. So my new book is The Golden Future, and that is full of hope and inspiration because people keep saying to me, 
what about our children and our grandchildren? Oh dear, that's such a terrible world. And I say, no, absolutely not. This is the most amazing time and we are moving towards an incredible golden future when life will be totally, utterly different. You know, 2012 marked the end of a 260,000 year cosmic period, the period of Atlantis. So that ended in 2012. And then not just Earth, not just this universe, Every single universe was given 20 years to move up a dimension. The only difference has been that Earth had to move up two dimensions because we were behindhand. And so you obviously know all this very well, but Earth was third dimensional in a fourth dimensional universe and our entire universe moving to the fifth dimension. Now, the reason we were behindhand was because eons ago, a clarion call went out throughout the universe for a place that would take on an experiment of free will. And everyone said, no, absolutely not. That's a ridiculous thing to do. And Earth agreed to it. But nobody thought that we would go into such depths as we have done. And so because it's considered to be such a brave place to come to, to incarnate on Earth, all the planets, all the stars, they're all focusing energy on helping us. And so by 2032, we have to be in the new. But of course, this means that the old third dimensional paradigm all the stuff that's going on in government and business and education and health, policing, every single thing has to collapse. Yeah. My analogy is that of a kitchen. If you've ever had a new kitchen put in your house, you know, you choose your new kitchen, you think, great, that's wonderful. Then the builders come in and they knock down all the old cupboards. No, no, that's part of the old stuff. And a whole lot of dust comes out, whole lot of things that you'd forgotten about resurface. And this time we're not just knocking out an old kitchen, we're expanding the walls and we're creating a much bigger, totally new one. And the only way that gets us through the dust and destruction is focusing on the vision of the new coming in. It's on order, it's definitely coming, as is the golden future. But the more we focus on it, the easier the journey to it is. And so we are in that destruction period, but this is starting to turn. So Saturn is leaving its constricting, controlling influence behind. And we're now getting more Jupiter energy in as we move towards bringing in the kitchen you know it the cupboards are starting to arrive people are starting to set up new health hubs new education systems it's all beginning to happen the new children are starting to come in and they're very different from the old children because the new children are already configured we all know that if you've got a phone that doesn't work or a laptop that doesn't work, you ask a 14-year-old and they just look at it and go, bing, bing, there it is. And 
Yes. It's not ever, well, how did you do that? Well, I don't know. It's obvious. And they've just done it because their brains are configured. And more and more babies are being born with their 12 strands already connected, 12 strands of DNA already connected, but they can't activate them because the energy around them is too low. As the frequency rises, which it is doing all the time, people are, are saying, what? Well, you can feel it happening. As the energy rises, those children will start to connect and activate their DNA. And I'm doing this event, as you know, on the 22nd of October called Raise the Frequency of the World. And one of the things that will happen as we raise our frequency for it is automatically everyone's DNA strands, 12 strands, will be connected, but it's then up to us to activate them. But connecting them is the first part of that process. And it's really important for the golden future because the brains will be like crystalline brains. We've all heard of the crystalline body and the crystalline brains that we're going to have. But it's not hard like a crystal, which is what people think of. Right. It's got qualities of a crystal. So the qualities, like every computer has got crystals in it that store information and memory that yes. connect you from one to the other. So these children are going to need a laptop at school. They're all connected already. Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah. Yeah, not only that current laptops current internet connections are very low frequency the new children are much higher frequency and indeed i say the new children but many many adults that are on this awakening path spiritual path will also be reconnecting and reactivating pretty soon and so there'll be a much higher frequency so instead of the old low frequency internet connection, they'll be plugged into a high frequency connection. All the stuff that's going on on the internet at the moment will be of no interest. It's just uh, disappears. Sure. Part of the old third dimensional paradigm. Anyone, it is a choice. Anyone who wants to remain in the third dimension, in the drama of the third dimension, can remain there in the fighting and all of the stuff that goes on in that dimension, that's a choice. But if you want to rise up and be part of a contented golden future where you have soul satisfaction, then you move yourself up with us into a higher frequency. And then it automatically starts to come about. For people who might not be aware yet you know yeah. eyes eyes still closed still sleepwalking how how does one how is one different upon this shift like do are they are they consciously aware immediately are they consciously more loving and kind or yes. or like okay yeah i would say the first thing is one you take responsibility for your life so you don't blame anybody else for anything because it's all energy. Now, if somebody is sitting in a car and, and they're just stationary and another car comes and bumps into them, in the third dimension, you blame that other person, say it's entirely their fault. Sure. 
in the fifth dimension, you say, I am responsible for what happens in my life. What energy did I send out to allow another car to bump into me? And then, then you're responsible for everything. And as soon as you make the awareness of what you are sending out, you can change it and you can grow. So responsibility is the first step. You take responsibility for your health, for your life, for what you're attracting, your relationships, everything. You also recognize that you're on a soul journey, that this is not just about you're here in one lifetime and that's over. Wow, you're on a long, long, long soul journey and everything is cumulative. I think that as we're moving forward, we're also becoming aware of other things. Our planet is grossly overcrowded and there is a reason for this. When I was born, there were 2 billion souls on the planet. There are now 8 billion. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it feels a lot. And the reason is that this is end times. There's never been anything like this before. I mean, this 20 years is the most important there's ever been in the history of the planet. And we are here to experience it. I mean, it's unique and awesome. But from all of the years that earth has been around people have come and earned karma and so because it's end times source has given out a dispensation to people that they can come to earth to try and complete their karma while it's possible because in oh. 2022 there is a new blueprint for earth so everybody that has got karma to complete has come in and until 2012 you could, if your great grandfather committed some crime and then the children had to pay back the karma, then if it wasn't the children or cousins or nieces or nephews, the children's children, then it went down seven generations. And at the end of that time, you had to do it. But this is end times. Yeah. If you go into a family where there's karma, your soul has undertaken to clear it all. Ooh, now, that's a big path. Absolutely. Some people are undertaking huge amounts that's, of things yeah. in this lifetime. That's it's huge. Very, very mm -hmm. strong. Well, this, of course, is why allopathic medicine came in, because normally we just balance the body with herbs and simple natural things. And that, that was no longer possible because people had such a lot of karma. Yeah. So allopathic medicine came rushing in. And of course, as this is now starting to complete for the beginning of the new golden age, the pharmaceuticals will, with the rising tide of consciousness, they'll disappear. They will no longer be relevant to a fifth dimensional world. And so the, there is just so much changing, but the people that have come in now are immensely, immensely powerful souls to choose to come in and clear all of this for the planet, for humanity, is an amazing thing to do. And so there's been a lot of that. It's true. It, it is amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's no surprise. It, the the uh, state of the world, the synchronicities of 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 climate change and and the and the earth heating up and the storms getting bigger and badder and 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 the the moods of people are getting bigger and badder and madder and um 
Can I say something about climate change? Then? Please, please. Because I think it's very interesting that this is all part of what's going on now. Yeah. Um, of course, humanity has behaved very badly, especially mm -hmm. in the last 50 years. Yeah. And I'm not condoning it. I think that what we've done is just pretty dreadful. Mm -hmm. But throughout time, the the climate on Earth has changed. We've had ice ages. We've had heat ages. Oh, sure. And this is a cosmic change that's taking place for Earth right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. But what's happening is not only is the climate changing, but ever since time began, if land needed to be purified, for example, for one of the experiments of Atlantis, of which there were five experiments, they purified the land for 2,000 years under ice. Then it melted and it was pure and ready for new beings to come and live there. And so all the Arctic areas are being purified so that people can live on pure land again. Now, what's also happening at the same time is that because that's melting, the seas are rising and all these industrial cities are on the edges of oceans and they are all drowning. Yeah, because they're done. They are being purified in the water. At the same time, what is going to happen is new islands that have been purified under the waters will emerge. And this will happen spontaneously and automatically as, the, as we're ready for them. And so we'll be living in a very new way. The climate will be different. But we'll mitigate it in lots of ways. For example, in Australia, according to my guides, there will be a huge reforestation program starting after 2032. And they will reclaim all the deserts. They will reforest them. That means the climate will change. It will become more mellow. It will also affect the people who will in turn become more mellow. Oh, sure. So, Everything is shifting as as we speak, all according to a plan, all within the free will that we have on Earth. It's incredible. It's it's really incredible to be witness to all of this change and to have that connection through spirit, like you do, where you're you're writing these incredible books with insight and wisdom and teaching and 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 to to really watch collective consciousness awaken in the way that it is it's, it's amazing just, yeah it really it's it's just it's awe inspiring i mean you know i became attuned to the reiki energy in 2006 mm -hmm. and that's that's what opened me up you know just like kablam it all just yes so so you were ready. Yeah, absolutely. It was within my divine timing, right? Yeah. And, and and back then when when I would talk about Reiki, most people hadn't heard of it. Most oh. people, you know, you need we needed to explain it and and mm -hmm. you know, quite a few eyebrows went up like what, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um and today, today it's like most people have heard of it at this point. Oh. Yes. Very rarely is there somebody who's never heard of energy healing, the modalities. It's in mm -hmm. hospitals. It's at Stanford. It's, I mean, it's, it's, mm. it's amazing. And so I guess my, my point is this, just watching this cumulative collective 
awareness increase and and to be able to have a platform like we have here with YouTube and the podcasts and and to, to talk about this freely and safely and yeah it's... well of course I've been talking about these things for a long long time you sure have <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely everybody have. thought I was completely crazy but <laughs> it never bothered me I just carried on because, I love it I mean especially the golden future I could all, my latest book is always the one that I love best and I'm mm -hmm. focused on mm -hmm. but very beginning part I talk about the history of what's happened you know the new golden age due and and the timeline for it then the second part I talk about what is going to happen I mean that is just so exciting because it's a consciousness change yeah. it is just about all the physical things that will happen though of course it, the consciousness affects the physical but people will for example have abundance consciousness as soon as you're fifth dimensional and you have abundance consciousness then whatever you need comes to you you think oh, I'd like to visit somebody you go to the front door and a car appears and awaits for you because that's what you're calling on and that's already starting to happen for people so whatever you need is provided. So you don't need to own anything because everything is there for you. That's a huge shift. And actually one of the things that we're doing at the Raise the Frequency of the World event is raising the frequency of the third eye. And as you undoubtedly know, there are seven levels to the third eye and the fifth level or the, the yeah, I call it the fifth, it's the other way around. The one that's nearer to your third eye is deep blue and that contains abundance consciousness and so as we release each of these levels and raise the frequency that is set free and that starts to enable everyone who participates to live in abundance consciousness and that is so so life-changing yeah now afghanistan is the third eye chakra of the planet Currently, that is in turmoil, and that is reflecting the third eye chakras of humanity. So as we raise the frequency of the third eyes of all the people who take part on live streams or wherever, that is going to shift the energy of Afghanistan. And as soon as Afghanistan comes into peace and there is worldwide peace and cooperation, then our entire planet starts to attract abundance consciousness from the universe. We will bring in new forms of spiritual technology and ecological technology. We'll have new forms of power, which at the moment we are not allowed to have because we're not ready as a planet. Soon as the consciousness is fifth dimensional, all of that will change. We will have ecological pyramid power. We'll have the power of the oceans in a way that we can't comprehend at the moment. We're just at the very sure. base of it. We will be able to explore space again and draw in the energies of the planets again, because the, the last ones were things like challenger. That is not the right energy to go out into the universe with. When mm -hmm. we go out with a fifth dimensional loving energy, wanting to explore the great creation that energy of humility opens the doors and we'll be able to explore the universe again. So travel will also be very different. You know, we're going through a period 
when it'll be very difficult to travel, much more difficult than it is now. Though thanks to COVID, which was a great wake up call for the world, that's already started to happen. But we will soon travel at speeds faster than light. We'll be able to go anywhere very quickly. But we have to get through this 10 year period before that. Right. Does religion play a part in the fifth dimensional world? Well, as I see it, religion, every religion is a pathway up sure. the spiritual mountain. Sure. And mm -hmm. the only thing that's a problem is the dogma. Yes. When there are many masters in spirit that are helping to take the dogma out of religions so that they become spiritual. Yes. As soon as that happens, you, everybody accepts everybody else's journey mm -hmm. and everybody is on their journey up yes. to the top of the mountain lovingly with acceptance. Oh, that's beautiful. It just gives me chills when you said that. That's just... <laughs> It'll be a time of acceptance, a yeah. time of total honesty, because, of course, we'll be able to see auras and energies and feel them. So nobody's going to be dishonest. Sure. Everybody's going to leave their doors open, share and care. But the new consciousness is about community. It is about local yes. community, caring and sharing. So funny enough, I was talking to somebody in the insurance world, you know, somebody who's only got one slight foot in this world. And I said, well, I don't think insurance is going to last much longer. And he just looked at me and smiled and he said, I give it five years. And I thought, OK, you really are more aware. He yeah. said, because after that, people will care for each other. Yes. You don't need insurance if you... If the heart-centered consciousness means that you trust everybody around yes. you. Oh, my God. The, trans the transition to the new community-minded, high-frequency golden age is going to be about caring, sharing, looking after each other. It's not about having a bigger house, having a better job, earning more. Money driving driving a better happen. car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No. All of that will, you know, if anybody's into that right now, it's going to be quite a difficult changeover. But if they get joy from nature, from helping others, people say to me sometimes, well, what in the meantime are the jobs and work that I can do that will be supported by the new energies? And I say, okay, anything to do with helping people, helping children, helping animals helping nature, anything to do with organic foods and bringing um, healthy living or health of any description in healing modalities, they're all being supported. Cooperatives where people are working together for the highest good, anything like that that helps people, you know, new education yeah. modalities that help children, all of that is supported. Anything creative, anything heartfelt, yes. things that give you soul satisfaction, they are going to be supported and they will pro prosper. But things that are part of this, the old banking regimes, the old high street regimes, they're not going to be supported. Right, right. Soon people move away and find something that really gives them happiness, the better. It, it it's, it's true oneness. You know, it's, it's oneness. Mm. It's that collective 
togetherness. I say often on my show, we are so much better together. You know, if we could just, we are so much better together. (laughs) Absolutely. Togetherness. Like on the 22nd of October, I say together we can raise our frequency. Together we can expand and raise the frequency of our third eye. Together we can connect with our monad and raise our frequency. Will you please talk more about this event on the 22nd? I'd love to. Okay. What I was told originally was that they wanted enough people to merge with their monad. Now that, and if they, if we got enough people to merge with our monads, then it would raise the frequency of the planet. And your monad is your I am presence. It's the part of you, your original divine spark from God. And it's above your higher self. Your higher self, you think of your monad as your grandparents and your soul as your parents and you're down here exploring. And now we're on a journey back to meet our parents and then go back and see our grandparents. And that's the journey that we're taking into a much higher aspect of ourselves. And so they originally said, here is a meditation and I'm to do it every single day. So I've done it every day for six months. And during this meditation, five masters step forward and give us particular energies. And that is in itself amazing. Then we meet 12 archangels and each of them awaken qualities within us. And so that is automatically shifting the energy inside us. It's actually quite amazing. Yeah. And you, if as you do it, not only do you make a much deeper connection with the angels, but you grow. And then when you've done that, we then are ready to connect with the planets and the planet, the planets that are chakras. And we connect with them. The, the key to unlocking the cosmic energy in each of the planets is love. Mm. And we unlock the, the energy in the planets, which are in a color-coded format, release the codes with love, the light codes, and then we bring those light codes in and they go into every cell of our body and change. They change you amazingly. During that process, we are going up to three of the higher dimensions we're going up to helios which is where all the light codes this is the great central sun the sun beyond the sun where all the light codes for this universe are created and contains the light codes for all you can be and we are bringing that down for each person now this is the first time ever that this has been allowed to happen and Tim Wilde, who's a high priest of of Arcturus, is going to anchor that into the planet so that that will then be right down into the Great Pyramid in Hollow Earth. And we will all help with that process. And he will hold that energy for three years. Then we're also going to Andromeda, which is the 11th dimensional higher heart of the universe. And the energy contained in there is an absolute balance of love, peace, and wisdom. And so together we're going up to open that, unlock it with love, 
and release those energies at 11th dimensional frequency. And Adrian Lee is anchoring those into the planet for us. And then we're going to Lyra. Now, Lyra, behind the stargate of Lyra, is where the unicorn energy is held. Now, lots of people think of unicorns as something flaky. In actual fact, it's a very high frequency, pure white energy. What I like to see it as, beyond the stargate of Lyra, this ocean of pure white energy, which carries love. It carries all the qualities we need for the golden future. And so we are going to unlock those gates and release the energy with love. And as that happens, the, the kind of ocean of love sends out splashes out of the cascade of light coming down, and they all form unicorns in the and they turn into that shape that we connect to a unicorn. Sure. And no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. <laughs> I know you're there to tell me someone's at the front door, but no. <laughs> Just looking at me like, why are you telling me off? I'm doing my job. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know, I know. She's gorgeous. Um, and so, and then the unicorns touch people and that energy touches them and it opens hearts, it heals, it just does anything you need it to, to raise your frequency. In Atlantis, everyone had their personal unicorn who stayed with them to hold their frequency high. And the same thing is happening already. And so we are going to be bringing in millions of unicorns to give many, many people on earth the opportunity to connect with theirs. You know, you've only got to think of a unicorn and one comes to you. I, I have a little story because I was just out walking one day and this woman was, mother was pushing a pram and the baby dropped a toy unicorn. She picked the unicorn up and gave it back to the child saying, here's your unicorn. As she did that, I saw a flash of white light going to them. And I thought, my goodness, she's just thought unicorn and one's arrived. So wow. it is just amazing how it works and so that's and so mere kafkios is anchoring that energy into the planet for humanity and you know what i say is this is not something that you have to be really spiritual or advanced or see angels to do mm -hmm. anyone can join in and do this all you need is intent and a desire to raise your own frequency and help the planet. Sure. So it, it's not something that's that's just for certain people. It's for absolutely everybody. Because when we've done this, here comes the service part. We are sitting with our masters and angels. We're receiving all these cosmic codes into us. And of course, it's all guided by the angels. So you don't go into overload. The energy is channeling through us into Earth. Now, Earth is the solar plexus of the universe. And the center of it is gold. And that gold is wisdom. So we are bringing in pure white energy from the cosmos. And that's then becoming golden white. 
that is a higher frequency. That golden white energy is pouring around the planet. And as soon as it's done that, Earth is pulsing out golden white energy into the universe, taking her rightful place in the universe. And we are able to bring up that golden white light into our light body. And then we are ready to merge with our monad. Wow. And we then, yeah, make that connection. And we are one with our monad. And we just stay there for a few moments. Because I said to my guide, does your monad contain your divine blueprint? And he said, no, no, your monad is your divine blueprint. So as you make that merge, you are absolutely in touch with your greatest possible self. But then something awesome is going to happen on this day. All our monads are going to merge together. And when that happens, the light created will illuminate the entire universe. I mean, this is something awesome. Yeah. And for the first time ever in the entire history of the planet, those who participate will touch on the 12th dimension. So this is something amazing that just anybody can do. Everyone can do it for a massive shift in energy. And so when we have done all that, we go to the Intergalactic Council. Oh, yeah. You must be psychic. I, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Perhaps I'm the psychic one reading your next question. <laughs> no. So we're going to the Intergalactic Council. Now, something very interesting happened here. As I've been doing the meditation every day and I've been connecting to the council and making petitions, and uh, I decided the petitions that I felt were right in consultation with my guide. And then, oh, some people needed to have the energy of in right already because they were translating it into other languages. So I said, okay, I would record the meditation I did at that point. And so I recorded it for them. And it took a long time because the dog barked, the postman came, different things happened. I had to redo it. So finally, I thought, right, I'm really pleased with this. I've got it right. I saved it very carefully and thought I'll send it out in the morning. In the morning, not on my laptop. I said to my guide, I saved that, didn't I? He said, yes. I said, you took it off, didn't you? And he said, yes. <laughs> so I said, why? And he said, because the frequency was so high, I took it to source to fine-tune it. Oh. Amazing. And, you know, words were changed here and there. Little tiny things that just tweaked the frequency. And there was one point where he literally changed a whole paragraph because he said the energy could be better like this. And I thought, wow. Wow well, is right. More than that, can you? <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. Other very amazing thing to me that happened was that I was making these two petitions and I was working separately on something else with Serapis Bay, you know, the great... Egyptian 
high and he was also a high priest in Atlantis, mm -hmm. and he carries the pure white flame of Atlantis. And that is the highest frequency flame that can dissolve lower energies, all this really dark, dark stuff, and lighter stuff, and protect. And he can dissolve it and clear it and transmute it into something else, basically. So I said to him, Serapis Bay, do you think on the 22nd of October that raised the frequency of the world event, you could put the pure white flame of Atlantis over everybody, over the entire planet? And he looked at me and he said, well, I couldn't just do that without permission because that would change the universe, not just the planet. So he said, you better go to the Intergalactic Council and ask for permission. So next day, I went to the Intergalactic Council and asked for permission. And they said, well, we can't just give you permission. We would have to consult the councils of other planetary systems because it will affect the universe. Come back tomorrow. So next day, I went back and I asked again for the permission. And they said, we will grant permission on the understanding that everybody that's merged with their monad comes to us together, that magic word together, yes. in that high frequency to make the petition together. And at the level that all time is one in the higher frequencies, of course, it's already happened and it's already starting, which is actually amazing because it will clear the frequencies by the minimum 25%, probably much, much, much more. And I thought, oh, wow. And it cleared the stuck souls, all that dense energy from Atlantis and Lemuria that's been holding us back for thousands and thousands of years. All of that will start to go. And I just think that that's really oh, amazing. It, uh, uh, it, yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So this event is October 22nd. Yes, but let me say that there oh, is oh. a portal. Okay. There's a portal for raising the frequency of the world between the 22nd of October and the 11th of November. And oh. that that three-week period, if anybody does the recording in that time, they will add not only just to their own amazing ascension energies, but they will add to the planetary energy too. If they do it after that time, it will affect their own ascension, but it won't be added to the planetary. So we've got that three-week portal before, of course, new things are happening on the planet, which are going to shake the planet out of its lethargy and move us further. That's a new period starting then. Um, I had so many questions fly through my head. Okay, so so on the 22nd, um, to join you, we we go to your website, I imagine. Just go to my website, look at the events, and it's all on there. All the information, lots of information about the people involved, you know, the masters involved, what mm -hmm. they're doing. Even just reading that mm -hmm. makes a difference. Oh, sure. And, and this is dianacooper.com? dianacooper.com, yes. Um, you know what? I did have a question. So um, you're familiar with... Um, you know what? I just it just flew out of my head. Okay. I oh know my that. stars. How is that? Um <laughs> oh, why does that happen? Maybe I'm just not supposed to ask it. Maybe not. It's um, amazing how spirit does work. It absolutely it is. 
okay. So I, I you know, this oneness, mm. this togetherness, this mm. this space of really looking out for each other. Mm. Um, the people, the and there are um, many out there, you know, that would just look at this and think we've all lost our minds. That they're, you know, not even, not even close to to comprehending or even allowing a, a second thought at all of this increase of frequency and this this ascension. Mm. What happens to what happens to those people who are just they're just caught up in this ego and they refuse to just know, you know, what do they do? Are they are they is it happening with them unconsciously? Some of them, yes. Some of them, no. As I've said, if somebody is determined to remain in the third dimension, they want to stay in the drama, they want to stay in all those third dimensional stuff and hang on to their goods and all of that sort of thing, then they will remain in the third dimension. And those who want to be in the fifth dimension will stay in the fifth dimension. Sure. And, and then their lives will be just totally different yeah. even though they're in the same space because all the world is one you know there's a, a 12th dimensional being here and another seventh dimensional being here yeah it's all the same space but we'll just be seeing and experiencing totally different things yeah it makes sense you know it makes it reminds me of Dolores Cannon's work where she would talk about the earth splitting um separating you know the 3d from the 5d and that yeah they're similarly so um well i haven't read any of dolores i i know she's wonderful but i mm -hmm. try not to read anybody else's stuff and um but that's how it's been described to me i think it's quite a difficult concept yeah. but my understanding is if you're in the third dimension and you want to stay there you remain there if you want to live in the fifth dimension in a beautiful community soul satisfied way mm. where people who um, radiate out love and automatically attract people on their vibration to them mm. then you live here now you can help people down here so you can move down and put light in etc sure. but you you don't interact with them in any other way and as you know when we're in sleep at night our spirits are out of our body mm -hmm. and we are connecting with people talking to them and and helping them and it'll be in a similar sort of format but if they want to continue on an earth as it is that's where they'll live it's free choice but yeah. also remember that every tiny little bit you raise your frequency that affects other people Mm -hmm. so one of the big things we do is judgment and i and i'm not sure i do to it too i, tr I know i'm aware oh. and i'm thinking and i'm saying uh, uh change that energy yep yep the minute you judge if i judge oh, <laughs> i'm trying to do this if i judge this person here <laughs> they feel it i'm thinking a judgmental thought they're going oh, oh their walls are going up and i'm not getting through if I take that away and I just accept them, then they don't need to have a wall up and then they can accept the energy that I'm radiating. So the first thing people who want to raise their light and help the planet we do is to stop judging all those people who are living as they are, accepting them as 
you know, a child in kindergarten is not expected to act in the same way as a sixth former or a, an sure. adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just accept that they are a child and we love them as a child and all the childish things that they do. And children can be cruel and they can be difficult and we just love them because of themselves. Yeah. Then that person feels safe. Mm-hmm. Then they can change because yes. they can take in the higher energy. But all the judgment is just blocking everybody from change and the, blocking the planet from rising. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I, I agreed. You know, I, I do. This comes up often. I do a, a lot of uh, spiritual assessments with people, helping them understand where they are in their journey. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and, and this, is, this com- actually comes out a lot where, you know, as we are increasing our frequencies and we are right raising our awareness our consciousness we are the lens the new lenses are are coming mm-hmm. online within us mm-hmm. where we're seeing yes. through the lens mm-hmm. of compassion through the lens yeah. of acceptance and Absolutely. through that true mm-hmm. unconditional spark that that we're all here together doing the same thing maybe it looks a little bit different but we're all still here doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. and 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 through that lens of compassion we're really able to just take a breath take a step back recognize we might be starting to judge and see that person as the spark that they are and mm-hmm. and it's okay it it's it's okay if we walked a uh, of, of 2 feet in their shoes we might be doing the same thing they are. And so it's just recognizing Absolutely. that and allowing it to be and just sending mm. them love. Well, I'll tell you a wonderful story that a friend told me. She was in a beauty spot and there was litter strewn around everywhere. And she was thinking all sorts of judgmental thoughts about these dreadful people that drop litter. And this voice from nowhere said, and what about the psychic litter you're leaving with your judgment? whoa no you know that story literally changed my life because every time I see a pit of litter I had to train myself to stop the judgment and bless the person who dropped it and until it became a habit to send out a blessing instead of judgment and a little smile and that applies of course to everything everything I still have chills. I still have chills over that. That. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. Wow. I love that story. It it just is. It says it all. It's oh, does it so ever? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Diana, thank you so much for being here. I. Uh, this has been so enlightening, and the work that you do, the connection that you have to source, spirit, guides, angels, guardians masters galactic friends how 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 is it that you experience the divine on a daily just just in regular life when you're not doing this work and you're at the grocery store or you're getting gas you know what i mean how do you how do you experience the divine i probably forget about it in those moments because i'm not thinking about it at all except getting my gas and getting my shopping etc Um, but I do always try to remember and and just think, hmm, wonder what would be the highest good here. And I think for me that's that's the big question. It's the thing I always ask my guide for or the angels, what would be the highest good? 
what is the highest solution? What is the highest thing I can say to this person? And I find that that helps because it cuts out all the other possible parts of the question, the highest good only. And, you know, if you don't want what's for the highest good, what's it all about anyway? It's not always the answer you want to hear, of course, but it's always the best answer, the best possible answer. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, these are the qualities that the angels or the archangels are putting into us on the raise the frequency of the world today. They're literally awakening higher truth, higher compassion, higher love. All of those, the different archangels that have particular qualities that are looking after those qualities are literally awakening them inside us. Yeah. It makes such a difference. Oh, you can feel it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely can. So, okay. Wow. This has just been so touching, you know, on, on so many levels. So I'm I'm definitely going to be there October 22nd. I'm going Good. to put the word out for everybody to join Good. us on October 22nd. And before we go, just one last piece of wisdom to those who are watching or those who are listening on the podcast platforms. As we move forward, and and it is getting difficult, and it is getting more difficult, and we'll see a lot more action and a lot more strife. And you know, how, what what do you what do you what do you want to say to these people who are afraid? I would say, hold the vision of the golden future. If you hold that vision up here, then all those other things that you've been thinking about and saying it's getting difficult, etc., they can't find you. Because you're here holding that vision. And so hold the vision and your life will change. You will only attract those things to you. (laughs) We live in a wonderful world. We we do. We do. Diana Cooper, thank you so much for being here with us. You guys, you can you can find Diana at, at dianacooper.com. Her new book, The Golden Future. It's out right now, right? You can get it on Amazon. Yes, it's just out. Yes. And it's on okay. Audible. Oh, it's on Audible as well. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um yes. and and remember October 22nd, this this what is the what is the time frame on October? What is the time? Well, it starts at 10 o'clock UK time. Okay. Mainly European time. And uh, and it finishes at five thirty, so it might be a bit out of sync for American time, mm-hmm. but if you do the recording, you will still get that same energy. Okay. In those twenty days. Excellent. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. Diana, thank you so much for being here. Bless you. you, my dear. I'll be with you through the rest of this journey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste.